0: You're listening to locally produced programming created in KUNV studios on public radio, KUNV
1: 91.5. The content of this program is sponsored by the Sativa Talk podcast. The content of this program does not reflect the views or opinions of 91.5 Jazz and More or the University of Nevada, Las Vegas. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Sativa Talk Podcast, where we have blunt conversations. We like to talk about cannabis, of course. Whether you are a vet, newbie, or just curious, we got you covered. And we will get into some lifestyle and entrepreneurship as well. Um, We are celebrating episode number four. the, um, The number four is connected to worldly authority, power, kingship, rule, stability, and discipline. They represent consistency and discipline. Since everything is said to be made of the four elements, they have a special place in creation as well. So um, I want to uh, embrace the number four. This is episode number four. And go ahead and introduce our our, uh, number four guest. So um, I wanted to make sure that... You know, this is the Tiva Talk podcast, but I want to make sure that I am able to bring myself out and then bring some people on that help bring a certain aspect of me out as well. That's equally important. Um, and uh, Dre's sharing, you know, different. Um, you know, we are building a friendship, but I feel like also, you know, we all got those friends that have like, oh, wow, that was, you know, you be dropping gems. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, oh, you know what? The people need to hear this. So I definitely want to bring you on. We're going to have some juicy conversations. So without further ado,
0: everyone welcome Dre. Dray Sheer. it's Dray Dray-shire. sure like Dray Oh fine. my God! It's fine. Keep it in there. That is it's, this is the thing. Yeah, it's my whole life. Okay, okay. My grandma don't even pronounce my name right. Okay, and I don't have the heart to correct her, but it's all right. It's okay. So for y'all listening, it's Dray Did yeah. I say it right at all? You said Dray Sheer. I don't know why people the whole to time hear it like ear. Is it eerie? Uh, Am I eerie to people? Because Am of I how weird? you spell it,
1: I just. <laughs> God.
0: Dre Sher. Sure.
1: Dray Sher. Dre Sher. Sure, sure. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Man. It's fine. But
1: also go by Dre.
0: I go by Dre as well. Like the doctor.
1: Absolutely. That's so, right. I <laughs> want to thank our sponsors before we get into some weed conversation. Uh, the Business Entertainment West. They are in the business of providing entertainment on the West Coast. Um, you can find them on Instagram at bizentwest underscore Vegas. And tell them that thank you for bringing Angie T. back on the airwaves. So um, as you guys know, I like to start it off, you know, on the flower. So some big news here in Las Vegas on Friday, January 13th, an executive order was issued freezing the uh, issuance of any new regulations and requiring a review of existing regulations by all executive branches, uh, branch agencies, department and boards commission. Now, this means that all new Nevada regulations are effectively on hold. The governor has declared that all statewide groups must review their mandatory regulations and how they enforce these regulations. So this includes the Cannabis Compliance Board, which is the CCB. Um, As such, no new CCB regulations will be issued until the order is resolved. Now, this is major because um, the CCB is this is what has formatted the cannabis industry. Now, you know that this is the the fear, right? So you have a business like, oh, you know, you got to stay in line because the CCB is going to come and write you up. It, It actually with their fines, they have taking a lot of small businesses out of business. Um, you know, you can be fined. I want to say it was like $25,000 for not having paper towels in your bathroom if they oh. come to your dispensary. Like, it literally, the fines can wipe you out clean. So, um and, and some of them don't quite make sense. We've kind of talked about some of those as far as the taxes go and you know, things of that nature. So, I, I am glad to see that something is happening and actually next week I'm going to have someone from this uh from the board come on so we can kind of, you know, see what we can talk about, but I just wanted to give you guys that update because um that smells like a little bit like change. Like something happened and now we're going to figure it out. So, in other news, in Hawaii, they actually plan to announce uh, legalization of cannabis. So I think that that will be amazing for uh, for Hawaii because they can keep that money there on that island, and and that type of income from the tourists alone um, could 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 make generational changes there on the island. I feel like Hawaii is an afterthought when we talk about funding and things of that nature. So um, I'm all for it. Go so Hawaii. Do you,
0: do you think? So obviously, they would grow their own mm-hmm. cannabis, and I just think that that volcanic soil <laughs> is you gonna know, make some really it's gonna be aloha something. weed. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be amazing. I would I'd definitely I
1: give it a shot. Yeah, yeah, so good for you, Hawaii. I'm, I'm glad. Go, Hawaii. Yeah, ch- kudos to you. So, um, all right well there's our weed news um i want to get into some conversation that's kind of circulating on uh social media um i'm two words i'm gonna say it and some people gonna clench up lori harvey Mm okay there's a lot of people just in her business all in it you know we're gonna talk a little bit about it but i'm just saying there's a lot of judgment going on mm-hmm. um it appears that it's praised when men do it future um yeah didn't she take did, she? Did, did, did. yeah Ooh. that was a
0: thing I one point you know maybe that's where she learned it i don't know what's whitney houston's song uh i learned from the best you know <laughs> hey you know so um
1: the the standard on that so what do you think
0: I definitely think it's a double standard. Um, I feel like, first of all, she don't miss because <laughs> <That laughs> we're looking at the list of the fire. roster, fire. It's been, a, it's been, I'm like, okay, girl, she she mm-hmm. she choosing very choosable choices. You know, <laughs>
1: I'll she's say that hitting the nail, the hammer on nail. That's a fact.
0: Um, what Chris I wonder what crystal she used to manifest that. Right? Like, what? Uh, mm. uh, okay. This is the delicious. Delicious man, she crystal. She putting some cinnamon on a candle, mm-hmm. something, something. <laughs> something, some jars with some names and I'm trying to put them in <laughs> her in her drawers. I don't know what she do, but she is attracting it. And you know, I had this theory. You know who her daddy is. Uh huh. Think like a man. Think like a man. Mm-hmm. So is it the fact that she's learning mm. from her father just how to think like a man, and mm. even outside of that. I kind of think this is just a part of life that you date people, and if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no reason to. And she's young; she's just twenty-six. Yeah,
1: and it, and I think it's the fact that her life is displayed in a very public matter mm-hmm. that just kind of amplifies it. But nonetheless, um, that's her business. That isn't. And like her you business. said,
0: she'd be choosing.
1: The right choice. She, she
0: ain't choosing no bums. I and, mean, if she a heartbreakers, it's okay. She a heartbreaker. Sometimes you gotta run through them. <laughs> hey, I'm try
1: to say, I'm glad that you know we grew up in the time that we did. Yes. Like you know, we we had a little bit of what was it, MySpace and those mm-hmm. things. But that's at our leisure. Mm-hmm. You know, it was
0: nowhere near as public, right. And so. because she has celebrity status, like you said, you know, everybody's kind of looking at it, but at this point it's kind of like people are choosing her as, you know. Some people <laughs> may say she's the definition of thottiness mm-hmm. because she has had her share of of men. Mm-hmm. But once again, if it if it don't fit don't force it. Mm-hmm. So whatever it is that she's learning in her journey, I wish her the best, Mm -hmm. and I wish her lots of excellent experiences with some of the finest men on the planet. You know what I'm saying? I look forward to
1: that uh, red table talk. Yeah, when she's done and (laughs) yeah, settled down. I'm I'm all here for it. So, um, which brings me into uh, gender roles. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. since like I said, it's almost as if well, it's not almost. It is as if men can can date multiple people at the same time
0: simultaneously
1: and be praised for it. Mm-hmm. But women, we are supposed to uh, wait for that one and be don't ask for anything and mm-hmm. baby actually I'm upset it took me this long to f- to figure out a closed mouth ain't gonna never get fit I don't care how sweet you are that's a fact I don't care how how gentle and feminine you pretend to be or mm-hmm. that you may actually be um they ain't from my experience ain't nobody rolling out and just be like oh you know what you ain't asked for nothing so let me give you this 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 and that
0: I used to so this is from uh I think it was I, mean, I guess it was T.I.'s album back in the day there was a skit in there and he said A woman that asks for everything will get nothing. But a woman that asks for nothing, she'll get everything. And my stupid self, excuse me, I was not (laughs) stupid. I was just young and naive Mm -hmm. and unaware and inexperienced. Yes, be gentle with her. the fact that I'm very gentle with her. Mm -hmm. It's okay, baby girl. The fact (laughs) is, we already know how T.I. do now. So, Mm -hmm. the fact that that was his his choice of philosophy Mm -hmm. back then. And the fact that I and many other women do pretty much... Believe in that and go with that type of mindset, it's kind of like I'm glad that we're kind of waking up from that now, too. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, actually, I can ask for what I want. I'll tell you this Mm -hmm. before I met my boo, Mm -hmm. and I'm putting this on the radio. Shouts out to the boo. Shouts out to the boo. The thing is, before I met him, I was very much on my Nola Darling. I learned a lot from Nola. Now, I wouldn't (laughs) say I was doing everything Nola was doing. (laughs) <laughs> but I had my little roster and they knew that they existed, that they all existed. Mm-hmm. And um, one of them, I remember he got cut because he just felt like, what you mean you got a oh, you date, no, you going to date, we, you not be with me. And I was like, I don't even know you, bro. Mm-hmm. I don't even know you. So this is just me having an opportunity to get to know you. And maybe you'll earn your spot of only one yeah there's no number one now it's just like the only one mm-hmm. but maybe you'll earn that spite but he ain't earn it because he was he was intimidated uh-huh. by the fact that I was doing the thing that he probably was also doing but was not mm-hmm. um honest about or confident enough confident to yeah to be honest about
1: yeah I definitely resonate with that as there's been stages of dating where you know I felt like oh I actually like this guy so I'm not going to talk to anybody else and let's see mm. I mean, like you said i'm gonna I'm a show younger angie t grace and you know mm-hmm. that's sweet baby but uh it's gonna take a little bit longer doing it that way mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. you said especially if they're doing doing it anyway so it's like mm-hmm. live your truth and mm-hmm. a confident man you know that really wants to pursue you get to know you that ain't gonna really matter because obviously somebody ain't doing the job if the door is still open that's so um, not intimidated. It's like, and, and it's not a competition because if I'm dating you and you're you know dating other people or whatever, it's okay. Either we're gonna click or you just
0: the homie, and it's fine. It's okay. So I think
1: no that, love loss.
0: Yeah, <laughs> she lost. It's no love lost. It's like hey, eh. yeah. It, like I said, if it don't fit, don't force it.
1: Yeah, uh, I think uh, uh Plies was under a lot of fire. He tweeted, um, well, some women uh, rebutted. Well, let me back up plus tweeted i hate when men say uh they basically want you to be manipulated and dumb for them and some women say women we knew exactly what he meant when he said he wanted a woman to act like a woman so women these days are so masculine and act like men Mm. um hmm.
0: that's been a conversation about the masculinity versus the fem- divine feminine mm-hmm. well I think
1: it also gets confused because just because I'm fem- feminine does not mean I'm soft it doesn't mean that you can run over me and when I stand up for myself does not mean now I have turned into all masculine like mm-hmm. there's still some power in being feminine mm-hmm. so
0: um yeah I think that it's a big thing that all of the genders need to realize um is that we are a balance like if you are only feminine then you won't be able to do certain things that you may need to do in a masculine way and men that are hyper masculine or soul masculine that's turn off too mm-hmm. so men also need to dive into their feminine aspects mm-hmm. and women need their masculine aspects especially in this time in a d- day and age to be able to navigate the world in a lot of ways like mm-hmm. it's really comfortable to have a masculine man that is a provider that you can feel safe with you mm. know those are great feelings but if you don't have I that feel good to hear you say you, it you know it's it's great to have that right but if you don't have that the challenge is well what am I supposed to do now like you you have to mm-hmm. embrace the masculine aspects of you now I understand when you're like mm-hmm. you know some women they hard mm-hmm. you know uh I get that, <laughs> you know. They've gone through those experiences that have driven them in that direction, and then they do need to find that balance. Mm-hmm. And men, in the same way, need to find their balance as well.
1: Absolutely. I think sometimes, when especially if we've been by ourselves for a while, we kind of just we're used to playing both parts and just handling it. You know, it takes it's an adjustment period when someone comes in and they want to help balance those things and and uh, want you to be able to lean on them and trust in them. So, um, uh, Jamil Hill actually tweeted. Now, the question is, how do you think a woman should act hmm. um yeah that's a fully loaded <laughs> that's, that's fully loaded who is this now uh jameel hill who that? um she is a journalist i believe
0: oh, okay. okay don't quote me on that i love you jameel hill if that uh i didn't realize that. i thought she was a guy me on the spot there's like jameel i know jameel is, is a i guess it's a you can be a guy or a girl with the name. Kind of yeah. like Aaron and Yeah, Drayshire, okay? Drayshire. Dray-share. I'm the only one. <laughs> the one and only <laughs> Drayshire. Um That's I love that question. That what is how is a woman supposed to act? Mm-hmm. Well, how do you think?
1: Mm. And I, I, okay, so I, I do not subscribe to an umbrella of all women. Like, there are different, we, we even us here, mm-hmm. we can resonate a lot on things, but we have different opinions. And we're going to, we're going to think that certain things are more acceptable than, than you. But, um, but for me, I, I like, I like my women with a little bit of umph in them. You know what I'm saying? I like the strong women. I like the women who aren't afraid to speak up, but who also know how to be gentle, um, with their partner. I like to see that switch. You know, I got a lot of friends that are—they're uh, dominant, and they dominate in a male dominant industry. And I think sometimes we got to tap into our—you know—that rough side to kind of make sure that you put some respect on our name. Because mm-hmm. if I come in here and I'm dainty and I'm—you know—I'm—I'm I'm too quiet, then you're gonna think that you can just run over me and then I'ma right. have to you know so uh there's levels to it but I I I like one with a little bit of balance, you know what I'm saying? Have a little fun too, you know, a little, mm-hmm. a little
0: something. When it's time to do a little something. I like that too. You know? India Ari says that in one of her songs that she's a boss in her own world, but when she we but when she's with him, he she's his girl. Mm-hmm. So it's like I can be boss chick you know, making things happen, closing deals every single day. But when I go home, can I be soft? Can I just lay back, relax, and know that I feel protected in this space, mm-hmm. you know? Um I think that a big part of that of how a woman is supposed to act is heavily based off of environment. Growing up, how'd you mm. grow up? Did you grow up where you could be Vulnerable? Did you grow up with someone to protect you? Um, did you grow up where you had to protect yourself or had to protect other others? Um, those type of things really shape us as we grow throughout life. We, you know, nobody know. It, it's not a right or wrong. Mm-hmm. It's just like that's just my circumstances. My circumstances cultivated a more masculine woman. You know, a person that is going to be a go getter, a hustler, that is, like you said, not going to take any. I can't say the word, but they're not going to take any of that. You know, (laughs) they're going to stand their ground. They're going to voice their opinion. They're going to make sure that their voice is heard. And then Mm -hmm. you have others that maybe they were raised in an environment of abuse. Maybe Mm -hmm. they were raised where it's like, okay, if I speak my if I speak my truth, if I speak up, then there are repercussions for that. And now you've grown up into adulthood where you're not really. You don't feel like you have the power to be able to actually speak up for yourself or to mm-hmm. say what you want to say. So um, that's why therapy is great. It's amazing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I actually uh, hosted a, what we call Coffee and Conversations this morning. In today's topic, we talked about um, uh, when I was in therapy. It was only about eight or nine of us, very intimate group Um But it was very impactful because we have women from the ages in their 20s, 30s, all the way up to 75 in the building. And we were talking about that inner child and, you know, what because those experiences, like you say, it kind of shape us. But this is no no um, shade to the women who are more um, submissive or more quiet because those are the same women like that i go to you know what i'm saying sometimes i need a little nurture i need you to pat me on my back even though if, if i'm being a brat you know just tell me everything's gonna be okay you know what I'm be all right baby. everybody plays their part so i don't really subscribe to trying to make people into what they're not just be you allow people the space to be them that's a fact um and then which brings me into the entrepreneurship segment of the show um so want to talk about behaviors that diminish a, a black woman's power in the workplace Mm. So, uh, one of the first uh, mentions was doing someone else's job. Mm. I feel like we all didn't experience that. Mm-hmm. Like, this ain't even my job, but I just want to get it done. Yes. And let me just do it. Right? Mm hmm. And not getting a lick of credit for it. Mm hmm. And the person who whose job you did, they,
0: they won't even look you in the eye. Shining. <laughs> they over there shining, getting all the accolades. Yeah. Look at Bob over here. He's just, he made it happen. Keisha yeah. in the corner looking like, I made it happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, This reminds me. So, did you watch Jenny and Georgia? It's a show on, a I did, series on... I've seen Amazon, it, but I on not, Netflix. Really good show. There's an episode in this last season. I ain't gonna tell y'all the whole thing. Just go watch it. It's pretty good. Well, there's an episode or a, a period in the show where the daughter's in school and she has this English teacher and the English teacher is kind of like your... I mean... Yeah. So I can say okay, okay, so basically cis white male running the English class and Jenny is biracial, um and her job was well her job is to be a student, you know. But he wanted to make inclusion a part of the class or he was he was tasked with it. And instead of him going and learning what he needed to learn about how to be more inclusive and how to um, help people see um, life from the dynamic of people that are people of color or black people or whatever. He asked her to choose a book. And then after he asked her to choose a book, he told her she had to teach class. Mm. Now, her father, who is her, her dad's a black man, when she told him about this, he's like, well, you know, you got to decide by bringing the book forward What else is going to come from that? Because really, it's his job to find the book Mm -hmm. that's going to help everyone kind of understand the experience of other people. But by her choosing to show the book, she also in turn realized, wow, now he want me to teach the whole class, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's that was his job that's not her job to do and see that's all well, she in high school mhm see
1: it starts young it it's, starts young yeah hmm. young uh, well, which brings us to our next point which is overproving yourself so sometimes we do someone else's job we take on these responsibilities even as an entrepreneur uh, we feel like we have to go above and beyond to prove that we are worthy of having this title and getting your business uh to the point sometimes it's it's a disservice to us mm-hmm. because we're not taking the time for self care we're not taking the time to kind of take a deep breath and see what it is that we need to do for our own mental state before we can continue on we just go 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 right so um
0: and do you mean that for for clients or for inter-business relationships or within your own business both
1: for sure um when you are uh, to gain more clients you know or to build the trust of of clients i do feel like you do need to go a little bit above and beyond to when you are an entrepreneur but to overprove yourself like sometimes it just isn't going to work sometimes that customer just isn't for you so mm-hmm. you shouldn't necessarily feel the pressure of needing to prove yourself when that's not even your type of customer allow the people who want your service who connect and resonate with what you provide allow them to come to you because That's you can't you're going to overwork yourself and not even get anything for it um, and then another point was not building a squad
0: mm. you have any thoughts on that I will say this I've had a couple businesses and have a couple businesses and the businesses that I enjoy the most and I feel most confident in are the ones that it's partnerships. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know how many other entrepreneurs are willing to admit this, but being a solopreneur sucks. Mm -hmm. It sucks. And every single one of them that I know are worn down, drugged through the mud, trying (laughs) to keep this, you know, persona of everything's great. And it's like, actually, it's not. (laughs) Because you need help. You need some assistance. And so sometimes I know that entrepreneurs feel like it's their baby you know Mm -hmm. this is my this is my baby i can't possibly share the burden with you Mm -hmm. you know um or have the trust to have another part another entity another person be a part of the growth for their business Mm -hmm. and a lot of times that's what kind of keeps their business stagnant because they're so hell-bent on doing all of the things all the pieces and are not in some cases willing to hire out for Mm -hmm. things or willing to delegate, or willing to share in the experience of entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. I find that a lot of entrepreneurs, because it's like the cool thing to do, are just like you said, are burnt out basically, and they're trying to keep this persona. and it's like, why are you doing this business? Mm-hmm. Are you doing this business for the clout that comes with being an entrepreneur, or what people might think of you as an entrepreneur? Mm. Or are you actually doing this business because you sincerely want to provide a service that coincides with something that you love mm-hmm. and something that you can provide for the general population. So I think that that's a big thing. Do I Am I doing this because I really love this and I want to share with people or am I doing it because it validates my existence? Mm. Wow. Well, thanks bye, to everybody
1: bye, 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 for tuning in. I <laughs> <laughs> That is, and you know, I don't. I know we are getting close to the end of the show, so I want to be respectful of that. But uh, a lot of those things that you mentioned come from, if it, it comes from something, right? And like I said, you know, I'm still on this inner child thing that we talked about earlier today, but that a lot of people were talking about how they were the oldest so they had to always take care of their mm-hmm. younger siblings or something like that those same um, activities and that character tra- those kind of transfer over and if it's not dealt with it can be to your detriment because you, like you said you don't always have to be the only one mm-hmm. you give people a chance and then fire them and then find somebody else that can do it you know right. everybody ain't gonna be perfect you're gonna find a couple people that just don't need to be in business but that's okay and I had to learn that to delegate and so um even with being on uh, being on air, I had to wait to the right time, and so um, so I'm glad to have you here. We can talk about this. It's been a pleasure. It's great. Um, uh, uh, second to last is to take your family time. So mm-hmm. whether if it's your birth family or the family that you've created around you, the people that bring you peace. Um, it's always important to make time for that. Sometimes they can, you know, they don't have to know everything that's going on, but just being in their presence, they can share a laugh with you. That's going that like kind of boost your spirit and you didn't even know you needed it or you was going to get that. Um, sometimes with dealing with grief, um have to kind of force yourself into it. Sometimes, sometimes you need to take time for yourself. But for me personally, I know I, I, absorb a lot of the good energy that's why I'm very selective of the people that I allow in my personal circle because sometimes I'm leaning on you for your energy and you don't even know Mm -hmm. I don't want to suck it from you but whatever you can give at the moment you know I I respect that and I take that and I needed that and that's all I need I don't need you to overexert yourself either so I think that's uh that's
0: important you have anything you want to add to that you know this is something that I've adopted for myself um the last three months and so I'm born on the 23rd. So mm-hmm. I decide that every 23rd day of the month is my self-care day. doesn't mm-hmm. matter what day, if it's a Monday or a Sunday, it's my off day. I'm only doing what I want to do. And so I have a bag that I have all of these random activities. And on the 23rd, I pulled the activity for the next month. And mm. so on, on Monday coming up is the 23rd. I'm going to the Springs Preserve. Because mm. I've never been there, and I'm like, that's gonna that was something I wanted to do, but I also will pull what will be for next month. So now I created something to look forward to. I like that, and something to enjoy each month. And you can do that solo, dolo, or do that with a friend, family, whoever. Yeah, and that's just something that you can implement into your world to help you with your self care and help you to actually just enjoy life mm-hmm. at least one day out of the month I like
1: that what's funny is literally yesterday I was like you know what because I I don't have a schedule in a watering uh schedule for my plants it's just kind of I look at them and if they little droopy I'm like oh I need some water mm-hmm. um so I was like you know what every 29th of the month I'm gonna put fertilizer on my plants <laughs> yep <laughs> That makes it easy. Just pick the day. Yeah. I like that. Pick a day. Mm -hmm. Look, every Saturday, I'm going to... I'm a slam. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I do like that method. I'm going to definitely adopt that. Um, And then last but not least, do not be afraid to be the only black person. Um, For me, that was something I had to... Well, I mean... My background is in accounting. I've worked at CPA firm. So that's it wasn't necessarily being afraid, but just being comfortable and just kind of working with that in the cannabis industry is no different. You know, when it first started out, I would go to these conventions and stuff and I would never see anyone that looked like me. But, um, you know, through time, you know, you know, i go to these conventions. Now I'm starting to see more of it, but just owning it you know what I'm saying and then the people who accept you and vibe with you they will and the people who don't like I said wasn't meant for you and that's a-okay I'm mm-hmm. okay with not being liked now I don't feel like I have to prove anything to anybody because my tribe of the people who want to ce- uh, celebrate me and support me are going to continue to do that whether if you like it or not so that's a fact
0: yeah thanks Angie for all minds clear.
1: <laughs> <All mine's> cleared. all minds cleared now I'm going <laughs> to send around a collection plate oh, uh oh, cash yes. out
0: <laughs> Don't make me go church before we end. Because <laughs> I'll do it. And I ain't gonna, gonna do tell it. you.
1: Um, so I know it's time for us to get out of here, but before we do, we didn't even get to talk about your businesses or anything. Well, of it's course, fine. as y'all can tell, I'm gonna have her back because I'll do that. We have good girl talk, in and, and Y'all just overhearing our conversation. Um, but yeah, so social media. Yeah, follow me on time.
0: Instagram. Why not? If you're lucky, you'll be invited to my close friends where it's freaking hilarious in there. But anyway, um, in the meantime, at official dray sure that's d-r-e-c-h-i-r y'all see why i say dray no ma'am no ma'am they
1: don't see it's the c-h-i-r it's the i-r sure think french yeah sure so once again i appreciate you guys for tuning in with us uh if you would like to listen to the audio in case you missed it if you're seeing us on video you can definitely uh find it on google play apple play spotify um Apple Tunes and of course uh, 91.5 Jazz and More here in Las Vegas. You can follow me at Angie T underscore on air if you guys are tuning in from uh, uh, UNLV's uh, radio station and I once again want to give a shout out to Wesley in the back we gotta get some sound effects. I appreciate you for rocking out with us and helping us with this audio um, so without further ado I'm gonna close this out and I will see you guys the next episode.